Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And we are so glad that you've decided to drop in and visit with us today as we um, uh, have just finished our, our uh, how many weeks did it take? Maybe seven or eight weeks to, well, almost 10 weeks to finish a full 10 uh, uh, major Christian doctrines uh, series. We hope you enjoyed that and got some good information out of it. Uh, we are going to be talking today about prayer and uh, what it is, how to do it, um, etc., etc. I'm going to leave the details to Pastor Chamberlain, but uh, along the subject of prayer, uh, a lot of us do it. Uh, a lot of us believers do it. A lot of believers don't do very much of it. Uh, and we're going to probably talk about a little of that today also. Uh, uh, but we want you to know that as listeners, we are praying for all of you, and we hope that you're praying for us. Uh, especially, uh, we're praying for our, our listening friends in Canada right now, uh, as they are experiencing, uh, the Christian church there is experiencing an uh, unprecedented persecution. And uh, churches are being forcibly shut down by the government fines being levied for holding any kind of service. Uh, you can't go to church, but you can still go to the casino. Uh, to me, that's open uh, discrimination and, and even more pointedly, it's persecution. Uh, and so we, we understand what you're going through, Canada, uh, our Christian brothers and sisters in Canada. We are praying for you, and uh, we, we pray that you'll also uh, be with us twice a week. Um, we support you, and and we hope that you'll uh, that you'll come be with us twice a week and uh, get your daily dose of the word uh, from the Christian Underground News Network. We're here for you. Uh, with that being said, Pastor, uh, if you'll open us in prayer and then tell us a little bit about prayer, please. Let's go to the Lord, please, in prayer. Our God and Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. We thank you for the so great salvation you've given to us who believe. We pray now that uh, as we present uh, this doctrine of prayer uh, from your precious and holy word, you will be with our minds and our mouths. Help us to say uh, only those things uh, that would bring glory to your name and help to educate and edify um, those who listen to us. And then we pray that if there's someone out there that's not born again, that this would be the day that they would receive Jesus Christ as Savior. And we pray it in his name. Amen. Amen. Um, prayer. What is it? How should we pray? Why should we pray? Mm. And... Do you even pray? Well, um, it would take months and months of podcasts to say everything that there is to say about prayer yeah, in really the Bible. Yeah. God wants believers to pray. 
And we're going to, we're just going to give you a quick outline. We're just going to give you the basics um, and um, have your Bibles ready. Uh, I'm going to be reading a lot of these verses and uh, referring to quite a few. So, because uh, our rule is, uh, if God said it, stand up and speak up. And if he didn't, sit down and shut up. We're just going to tell you what God said about it. Okay, let's get your Bibles ready. Um, how to pray. How to pray. Well, number one, you must make a commitment to do so. Before we get started, is this an alliterated outline? It's going to be alliterated. Everything's going to begin with the letter C. How many points is it you have on this thing? More than you know. Okay. At least 10. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Pardon me. And make so a, make a commitment. Make pray. a commitment. Um, let's go to First Thessalonians chapter 5. And uh, Paul gives a bunch of instructions um, that uh, to believers um, in light of the Lord's second coming. And he says this in First um, Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 14. We'll hone in on verse 17, but it says this, Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded. I love that uh, because I need comforting. Support the weak, <laughs> be patient toward all men, See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice evermore. And here it is. Pray without ceasing. Wow. Wow. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And so... You make a commitment. Why? To pray without ceasing. Why? Because this is God's will. Now, does that mean that you have to be on your knees with your eyes closed, your head bowed, and your hands folded uh, all, all day long, every day? No, yeah. no. It simply means to be uh, ready uh, instantly at any time and for any reason uh, to um uh, make your petitions made known unto God, to Re pray unto remain God. Remain in a spirit of prayer. Remain in a spirit of prayer. Pray without <laughs> ceasing. Then turn to, to Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Mark chapter 11, verse 24. And if you hear over the microphone, the turning of pages, that's us turning to these pages. Mark 11, 24 says, Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have it. Pray with confidence. By the way, this verse doesn't just say for things uh, that you need. It says for things that you desire. And so pray with confidence. And then you turn to Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4, it's right before James. Hebrews chapter 4. And we'll hone in on verse 16. And 
let's let's read some some verses before that. Verse 14 of, of Hebrews 4 says, Seeing then that you have a great high priest that is passed into heaven, is Jesus, the Son of God. Do you understand that? He's our go-between. Between, between me and God, Jesus is my advocate. He's our mediator. He says, Let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest that cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, and yet without sin. He knows how you feel at any given moment. He knows whether you're being uh, persecuted. He knows that. And then it says, let us therefore, because he already knows these things, let us therefore come boldly. That's our next point. Number three. Come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. The scripture says it all. Come boldly. Make a commitment. Come with confidence. Come boldly. Oh, while we're, uh, while we're still doing this, um, no. I wanted to go back to pray without ceasing. Do you know that where I pray the most often is while I'm driving? It's a good thing. I've seen you drive. Uh, okay. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. All right. So, okay. Now, Matthew chapter six says some things about prayer that, oh, it may rub some of you the wrong way, but uh, I've got to say it because the Bible says it. Matthew chapter six. Verse 5, it says this, And when thou prayest, thou shalt, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. So here's, a, here's how not to pray. It says, Don't be as the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Listen, you don't pray for men's sake. You pray for your own sake, and you pray to God, and you do it in secret. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Yep. The recognition of men. That's right. That's the only reward they're going to get. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And thou, when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy father which is in secret. And thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when you pray... Use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. That means don't keep repeating the same thing over and over and over and over and over again to no avail. Now, Jesus, we're going to talk about the Lord's Prayer. Jesus then says this, Be ye not therefore like unto them, for your father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him. And then he says this, after this manner. Now he just got done saying, don't repeat, don't repeat, keep repeating, vain repetitions. And don't be, pray uh, on the street corner so you men can see you pray. It says, after this manner, pray you. And he said that after he said, go into your closet. He after, says after this. After this manner, does that mean 
repeat this word for word? No, it doesn't. It means here's a pattern for, oh, by the way, we were studying this, Curtis and I were studying this together, and he said the Lord's Prayer is like a petition sandwich. The, the, first, the first layer is a, is a slice of bread. And that's, that's let's, the let, praise. Yeah, Jesus is the bread of life. And the, that piece of bread is the praise. And then in the middle, you've got the meat. The petition. And that's the petition. The actual request. And then at the end, there's another slice of bread. And that's praise. And close in praise also. So here's, here's your pattern for prayer. Praise God, ask God, and praise God. And it goes like this. It's a petition sandwich. It's a petition sandwich. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed or holy be thy name. That's a praise. That's a praise. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's, That's a praise. Pr and it's a part of the, it's the first part of the petition. It is. And then, and then he says, give us this day our daily bread. Petition. Yeah. And then he says this, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. That's petition. And lead us not into temptation. Petition. That's petition. And deliver us from evil. Petition. Now we go, that's all the meat. Now let's go back to the last slice of bread. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Do you Praise. know that there are a lot Praise. of English Praise. translations of the New Testament yeah. that yeah. take this verse I, out of it? I it's can't gone. Stand that. I don't understand it. Uh, how can you pray after this manner if you don't say the whole thing? So go to your closet, pray after this manner, petition. Take your petition sandwich into the closet with you. That's right. And have a healthy meal. Yeah. Now, number five, number five, uh, you pray to curry wisdom. That means to get it. To, to get it from God. James chapter uh, 1, verse 5. James chapter 1, verse 5. Right after Peter, I mean, right after Hebrews is James. And uh, it's a good thing to know uh, the books of the Bible in order. That'll help you with some of these studies. James chapter 1, verse 5. It says this, If any of you lack wisdom... Now, what in the world is wisdom? Well, wisdom is not necessarily knowledge. It's the application of knowledge. It's the application. It's the proper application of knowledge. So if you have to know something first, then, then he says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of oh, God. God. Petition. Yeah. That giveth to all men liberally mm -hmm. and upbraideth not. God is liberal with his giving, ask him for, especially with regard to asking for wisdom. And then it says, and he upbraideth not. He's not going to chew you out for it. Right. Not make fun of you. Nothing like that. He upbraideth not. And it, then it says, and it shall be given him. You want wisdom? Well, ask of God. He's the one that giveth it. That's where it comes from. Yep. Number six, always come to the Lord, to the throne of grace in prayer through the Lord Jesus Christ. John chapter 14 says it very plainly. 
John chapter 14. Let's look at verse 13. He's talking about prayer because prayer is asking. He says, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, I will do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. That covers it all. But you must, you must come to, to the throne of grace through the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, the Bible tells us in, in, in 1 John chapter uh, 2, it says he, Jesus Christ is our advocate with the Father. He says, little children, I write unto you that you sin not, but it, sin not, but it, if any of you sin, we have an advocate with the Father, which is Jesus Christ the righteous. Um, and the, during the age of grace, the church age, the age that we're now in, uh, we have to go to God through Jesus Christ. Number seven, go to Mark chapter 12. Mark chapter 12. We haven't any fun yet, Curtis? Yes, sir. Always. Hey, by the way, I hope you're learning things, folks, but I want you to know that the, the person who learns the most is those who study to teach it. Yeah. That's true. Timothy was told study to teach, and, and uh, that's what we do. Okay, so Mark chapter 12 Let's look at verses 38 through 39. And he said unto them, this is Jesus speaking in his doctrine, beware of the scribes which lo love to go long, go in long clothing and love salutations in the marketplaces and the chief seats in the synagogues and the uppermost rooms of the feast. And, and um, let's continue reading, which devour widows, and for a pretense, make long prayers. These shall receive greater damnation. Oh, so what's the point here? Cut it short. You don't have to beg God all day. You don't have to say the same thing over and over and over That's again. That's another one of your C's there. That's cut it. it short. Cut it short. Luke 20. Luke chapter 20, verses 46 and 47. Luke 20, 46 and 47. Luke always had a lot of long chapters. He says it, and this is a repetition of Mark. Beware of the scribes which desire to walk in long robes. It says the same thing. Uh, and they love greetings in the markets and the highest saints, seats in the synagogues and with the chief rooms at feasts, which devour widows' houses for a show, and for a show make long prayers. The same shall receive greater damnation. Keep it short, folks. Mm -hmm. I don't know uh, how to emphasize it anymore. Oh, so cut it short. Don't use vain repetitions. Don't, don't stand up in church with the whole congregation every Sunday morning and recite the Lord's Prayer, and it means nothing. It becomes vain. 
Keep it short. All right, let's let's look at now we're going to go to the Old Testament. Let's look at Second Chronicles. Chapter seven. Chronicles? Second Chronicles? Wow. Who reads that? <laughs> I do. You know why? Because it's the word of God. Is this seven fourteen? Second Chronicles chapter seven, verse fourteen. And this is this is a prayer primarily for Israel, for Israel yeah. but it's applicable to everybody because it's in the word of God. Especially these days. Especially these days. These last days. Let's look at this in Second Chronicles 7, verse 14. It says, if my people, which are called by my name, I'm a Christian. I'm called by the name of Christ. Yep. I'm a Christian. If my people, which are called by my name, shall oh, oh, oh yeah, this is tough. Humble themselves and mm. humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. It's the four-point plan. Then will I hear from heaven. And will forgive their sin and will heal their land. It's an if and then sort of a thing. Um, it's a, it, 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 you have to clean up before you can collect. Another C. Another C. Well, there was two C's there. Clean up. I, I, I hate to get cutesy with these things. but Another C. Yeah. You just did it again. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, by the way, uh, turn also. Uh, let's see. Ver uh, let's go to number nine. Um, here's something that's hard. It's hard for me. Uh, it's it's hard for for every Christian. Uh, and I know it. And I know it is. And God knows it is. But this is something that's commanded. It says in Matthew chapter five. Matthew chapter five, verse forty four. Wow. Let's let's look at let, let's uh, let's look at verse forty three first. You have heard that it is hath been said, "Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy." Well, you have to take that in its context. But in the context of prayer, he says this. But I say unto you. Love your enemies. Bless them that bless you. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Pray for those, folks, pray for those who curse you and castigate you and criticize you. That's hard. But the Lord Jesus Christ said that. Canada, I hope you're praying for your government. I hope you are. We, we are. Yeah, we are. We are. We are. Well, let's see. That's nine points that begin with, with C. Make a commitment. Come with confidence. Come boldly. Uh, pray in your closet. Uh, curry wisdom. 
uh, come through Jesus, cut it short, clean up and collect, pray for those who curse, castigate, and criticize you. And here's number 10, Jeremiah chapter 33. Oh, how I love the book of Jeremiah. If you see, want to see how bad things are in America today, oh read Jeremiah 23. That will drive you to prayer for sure. Jeremiah 23. But we're going to go to Jeremiah 33. And that, uh, that will bring us pretty close to an end to this, to this session. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3. Let's begin reading with verse 1. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah the second time while he was shut up in the court of the prison. So here's Jeremiah. He's in prison. And why was he in prison? Because he was, because he was preaching the word of God. He, he, he was saying in Jeremiah 23, woe, woe to the pastors and the prophets and the priests, those people who were in leadership under the name of God were profaning and perverting uh, the very word of God and the ministry of the word of God. And they were persecuting the man of God. They said in one part of Jeremiah, let's not listen to any of his words. Yeah. Man, and then they threw him in the jug. Yeah. Curtis, wouldn't surprise me. If I would get thrown in, in the can, uh, you think they'd put us in the cell together? Um, I would hope not. Because no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I would love to. If I had to go to jail, this is the one guy I'd like to be in jail with, and I wouldn't like for my wife to be in jail at all. Okay. So anyway, so here he is. The word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah the second time while he was yet shut up in the court of the prison, saying, Thus saith the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formed it to establish it. The Lord is his name. And then here it says it. You ready? Mm -hmm. Christians, this is in the word of God. This is for you. This is for me. God said to Jeremiah, call unto me, and I will answer thee. Remember that clean up and collect? Mm -hmm. He said, call unto me, I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Now, why was, why was Jeremiah in prison? And why was he uh, um, commanded to pray like this? It says, For thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the houses of this city, that was in Jerusalem, and concerning the houses of the kings of Judah, which are thrown down by the mounts and by the, fore, by the sword. And he goes on to say, All of these things which have happened to Jerusalem, which these prophets and priests and and, and uh, and pastors uh, by which they persecuted and perverted and profaned the, the word and the ministry of God, this is why 
you should pray knowing this and it'll tell you how to pray it'll tell you what to pray for what kind of prayer commit confidence coming boldly going into your closet to curry wisdom ask for it and by all means come through the lord jesus christ by the way avoid vain repetitions cut it short clean up and collect pray for those who curse cast it and castigate and criticize you and call unto the, the god call unto call unto me and i will answer you that's the promise well we're just about end ending with this but this uh, uh, portion of our podcast this first half of our podcast the next half of our podcast um and and i just and i and i love this part of it um we're going to be pretty much in the psalms for the whole for the whole time and i'm going to and uh i'm going to tell you that the book of psalms is the book of prayer yeah 20 Seven times in the book of Psalms, we see the very word prayer. And that doesn't mean that that's not talking about all the other times it says call on the Lord uh, or uh, or requests or, or other words that that refer to prayer. But 27 times that we know of, it says prayer. So I think that the book of Psalms is the book of prayers. With that, we'll close this session and we'll be back.